MSW Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 We want to thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and on MSW Media. Woohoo! We also want to thank you for listening to all the podcasts on all the networks, subscribing and downloading and giving them five stars. And you know, you you know the deal. You need to be doing that. The Daily Beans, come on. Come on. You know on, you live on. on it. Stephanie Miller, come on. And we want to thank you for being a Patreon friend and supporter of this show. We cannot thank you enough. Okay. We really seriously can't. Every every one of these dollars is going to maintaining us in this podcast and the work we're trying to do. And you're doing it. Thank you so much. If you can, please do. If you can't, you can just spread the word about this podcast, get other people signed up, get them subscribing, downloading, reviewing. That is even more helpful in many ways. So so just please, please, please. And also when you become a Patreon, what do you get, Francis? You get three micro idiots a week. And wait a minute, how many? Three. And, and, and if you're not signed up now, let me tell you, we are so close to our 500th episode, okay? Seriously. Okay. 500 idiot stories. 500 idiot stories for you to peruse. 500. Do you know how much self-care that is? And let me tell you I'm something. Sorry. If you have not gotten the memo, the two, three is, is not about nothing but self-care. That's okay? right. That's right. And you are denying you the care you need and deserve if you don't do it now. And if you can't do that, then you can always go on over to Cameo and get a specialized video from Frangela. Just put in Frangela and we can give you a pep talk. Let me tell you something. We've been doing some great 2023 pep talks. Okay? I mean, I don't, I kind of think that we should let some insurance agencies know because they should be prescribing these. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like this is if you need some pep, if you need some a pep reason. in your step. That's what my Aunt Lila used to say. Girl, That's put right. some pep in your step. You need some backup emotionally, psychologically, (laughs) voicely. Then you need a cameo from Frangela. And we want to remind you that you can catch us in Portland, Oregon. Not Portland, Kansas, as somebody has pointed out. Or Portland, Maine. Or Portland, Maine. Let me explain to you how, and I should not say this because it'll happen tomorrow. The minute we, or the minute we get done with this, somebody will call from Maine and book us. (laughs) I think Maine may be one of the only states we have never had a show in. Wait a minute. I think we have had a oh, show. Oh, you're in right. Maine. We did have a show in Maine. We, had, we did. We have I forgot had a, about because a we stopped show. For, we, we stopped for lobster. That's right. See? <laughs> so even that's not true. But the point is when you hear the words Portland and us, just assume we mean Oregon. <laughs> but yes, February 25th, it's Black History Month. So it would not be unwarranted to buy a plane ticket to fly there to see the show. That yes. would make sense. That would make sense. It would make complete financial sense. Complete. And you can always join us for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday for Fridays with Frangela. Can't wait for tomorrow. All right. All right. So, K 
Ben got his hammer. Can I sigh real quick? <laughs> and you know what? One of the first thing I have to say is when he stood there and was like, I don't give up. I was, you know, what's so interesting to me about people, life yes. and humanity is that people think that they're communicating one thing mm. when they're communicating something else. Mm. Mm. And tell, them, tell me when you're going to preach so I can get ready <laughs> and get my robe on. Mm. <laughs> and let me tell you, when I was like, my husband and I were watching that and, and we both were like, this isn't coming off in the way that he thinks that he's uh -huh. communicating. It's some <laughs> sort of laudable persistence. Yes, because what yeah. that showed me was absolutely, and we've talked about it. I am a white man. Mm -hmm. I am, nobody is going to tell me no. That's nobody, right. I will give up anything and everything, every principle I That's have right. to get this job. You want me to lick your ass crack, baby, I'll lick your ass crack. I'll give you up the job to get the job. I'll give up the job to get the job. You want to fire me? And what I find fantastical is mm -hmm. that for the, what was it, the 15th vote or the 16th vote that he mm -hmm. got it on? 15th. 15th vote. That, to be clear, that means that Hakeem Jeffries was voted for by, by a majority 15 times yes. to be the speaker. Yes. So when you put these two things next to each other, a black man won it 15 times, a, a white guy lost it 14 times, and the white guy gets the job. I yeah. wouldn't even think about that. That's why I was <laughs> screaming last week. Every time they said his name, it was history. And it was the right side of history. Not the wrong side of history, but the but the incredible, hopeful, joyful, life-bringing, life-giving side of history. And so, and then what do we get after all of that tumult? Um, what we get is the House Republicans approve inquiry of quote unquote weaponization of government. And I want to talk about this for a moment because mm -hmm. we, you know, the, the first thing I thought of, the image I thought of when he got the gavel was the matrix. When Morpheus is sitting there and the machines and he goes, here they come. Mm -hmm. That is what I, that is, that is what was downloaded to me. And the Republicans are like the machines in this moment. They're coming here. They're coming to government. These people have come in to eat the government from the inside out. Yep. In a, in a mechanical, non-thinking, non non-caring way. They are here to destroy. Yep. From the inside out. And I think, you know, give them the credit. They're thinking because what they finally realized is we don't have to propose legislation. And I think that it's important to call out the entire GOP on this because Mitch McConnell did it for this election cycle. He said they had no platform. They'd tell you what they were going to do after they were elected. Mitch McConnell said it. I'm not talking about all the, like the deep MAGA, like Kevin McCarthy mm -hmm. and Marjorie Taylor, who gives a shit. I'm talking, he said it. They have for, for our lifetime and up until Trump, the parties both thought they had to put forward some sort of plan. And even if the Republican plan were simply were against the Democratic plan, it was a plan. Now what they've realized is like the machines in, in the Matrix is, oh, we'll just torch the sky. 
Yes. We'll just we'll just annihilate your ability to live, period. We don't need to actually pass a bill. They know they're not going to pass an after birth. You can't kill a baby bill. They know it's not going to go anywhere in the Senate. They know that it's crazy, ridiculous and unnecessary. But while they're doing that, nothing else happens. They're eroding people's patience, their confidence, their involvement, all of those things. Eating us from the inside out. And and. And I have to say this word weaponization. Yeah. When they, you know, what they are very good at, they are masters of, Mm -hmm. is weaponizing words and weaponizing concepts Mm -hmm. and then taking your own concept, which is such a Tai Chi uh, usage of power and energy, taking the, you know, uh, defund the police, which is a, fine concept if you know what the concept is and weaponizing it against the left we and they they take you're absolutely right they borrow the word steal it steal it steal it and so now and now these people who created an insurrection against the government are now claiming that the government is weaponized right Mm-hmm. And now they have to go in and go after the police. The inve- This is my problem. Jim Jordan, Mr. Jim, I, I, I look the other way when children get touched. Jordan. Thank you. Say its whole name with Thank your full you. chest. Thank you. All these people want to go into the FBI. Why? Because they're all being investigated. So what do they do? They go and they are going to dismantle the people who are for the police want to go in and dismantle the police system. Well, they didn't. OK, when they said justice, they didn't mean against them. Oh, they, I'm sorry. You know what? This is all just a big misunderstanding. They didn't mean that they were subject to laws. They didn't mean they My were bad. subject to to uh, above board dealings or or oversight. That's not what they. Oh, I'm so sorry. But here's my when I look at them, and I, I, it is astounding to see how this is the thing. And I think this is we've talked about this in many different ways before because I hear a lot of us on the uh, on the Democrats and, and left and progressives saying we say we tend to say this a lot. Say, well, if we do this, then they're going to react this way to it. It doesn't matter what we do or say. It does not matter. They are going to be against it. If we say, if they were on fire and we said, you're on fire, you should stop, drop, and roll, they wouldn't do it. And That's they'd right. accuse us of taking away their right to burn to death. Yeah. And then, like that was, and then once they were in power and then they had ability, they'd have us investigated for trying to tell them to put themselves out. This is, it doesn't matter. Stop thinking that anything we do, is going to put them in some sort of logical corner that mm-hmm. they can't get out of because they don't care about lying. They don't care about being hypocritical. They have no values or principles or platform. You know, I just listened to um, uh, like a 17 hour lecture on critical thinking. And what is really interesting when you want to, you know, here's the deal at the end of the day, a person can circumnavigate logic around and around mm-hmm. to arrive at the the answer they want. That's right. Every person can That's do right. it. And we do it. And yes. we do it. That is that is that is what the mind does. Yep. And unless you're looking at something scientifically, 
you are you are you're going on emotions. So here's the thing. I completely agree with you, Angela. Stop trying to get it to make sense. They don't need it to. That's your need. That's our need. To me, because those aren't my principles. Though that is not my perspective. That is not my focus. I don't look at people. I don't look at a woman, a 10 year old who's been raped. That's right. And okay. say, make her carry that baby. I, that's not my principle. And I don't. And here's the thing. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, if that's not your principle, you're right. We don't have anything to talk about. We have nothing to talk about. There are people in this country who haven't decided where they stand. And there are people who who may think they know where they stand, but they're not actively involved and they're not voting. As I will say to the day, I, there's no more breath in my body. Talk to those people. These people are done making decisions and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we say or do. They already have confirmation bias, right? The minute they run into a piece of information that confirms what we already believe, we have a tendency to go with it. I read this interesting study yesterday and um, about these sorts of issues and how people make decisions and think about things. And they, uh, this group of scientists, um, it doesn't, you know, outside of like Harvard in Harvard ran a study where they took a group of people, split them into two, and they showed that each group, the exact same company information, all this information about a company. And they said, one group, you're selling the company. It's your company. You're selling it. We want you to put value it, value it, make evaluation of it. The other group, they said, you're buying the company. So we want you to make a critical evaluation of what it's worth. I bet you can guess what happened. Did it get Donald Trumpy up in there? Let me tell you exactly (laughs) what happened. Because you already know it. But let me tell you, the people who were selling the company valued it 30% higher. And the people who were buying the company valued it 30% lower. Mm -hmm. The exact percent. Where you're coming from. In what your background, your past experiences, your beliefs, your rule structure, where that, that informs how you view something. That's right. That's right. So so the reality is for these people, they have no the GOP. They've been very clear about it. When Mitch McConnell, I've never heard the man say more honest thing. We don't have a platform. Their platform is stay in power, get in power, get money for myself. That is as close as you're going to get to an agenda. So stop thinking, oh, well, we have to justify this or justify that. Or we have to, uh, you know, we if we point out that this isn't the same thing or that that's the same thing as this, then that, they don't care what you say. Yes. And, and the other thing about them, but the other perspective that they do hold is pain. And yes. they want to cause as much pain for themselves, the country, and others. Republicans on the House Oversight Committee asked the Treasury Department for suspicious activity reports related to financial transactions by the Biden family. Here's the thing. We all knew there was, there was, uh, 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 what was I going to say? With Trump, he had so many lawsuits before he was even a candidate. Yeah, he's, that's what he lives on lawsuits. People, that's that's a constant. And so many people suing him, so many shady deals. But you want to go and you want to investigate the Biden family mm-hmm. when you wouldn't even uh, you didn't even investigate your candidate. Well, and the reality here is, and this is where it's it's so insidious. And I wish that the press was was 
much more um, capable because when they say Republicans on the House Oversight Committee asked the Treasury Department for suspicious activity reports, what that sounds like grammatically is that there's been suspicious, suspicious activity. Everybody's seen it. We would like a report on it. That's right. But that's not what it is. That's not what true. they're saying is go search for potential suspicious activity. We've had no report of any. We can't. We're not even referencing that we've had any report on any. We just want you to go look for some. It is pulling you over when you've done nothing wrong. That's that's it right. is pulling you over and waiting, combing through your car, combing through everything in your life to see if they can find something That's that you've right. done that looks suspicious, not even illegal. They titled that. There is no suspicious activity report. There is no like you go into your office and go, I have to file a suspicious activity report. No, that's not how that, there is no such thing. So but they're do, they, from the languaging on down, they just want that reported and they got it. They got their wish. So it looks like what that tells, what that headline says to you is, oh, there were these suspicious activities that nobody reported. But then you get into the article and what they start talking about is Twitter. Yep. And the suspension of a Twitter account, which is what that which has nothing to do with his relatives. Like right. I don't like they're not on Twitter's board. But, and but they, you now know they what? Don't but, but if you can if you can throw this is the what they're great at. If you can throw enough shit in the water, you got shitty water. Well, that's and how many times did we hear it about Hillary? It's not that she anyone you'd point somebody would say, Oh, I, I'm I don't like this, the emails, or I don't they pick out some controversy, some alleged made up controversy. That's right. And then and then when and once you'd proven all of those things wrong to them, they go, Well, there's just so many things. And that is exactly what you're saying. If you just keep saying shit is wrong here, it doesn't matter if any of it gets proven true. What people start to think is, well, you seem to always be around the wrong stuff. It's 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 biasing you as if it's the same reason why people believe if you're accused of a crime, you might be, you must be guilty of something. Maybe not that crime, but you're guilty of something. Why else would they have arrested you? And it's that sort of mindset. And it, there's no way we're going to get around that, you know, in an article, but the media has a responsibility to report and not to editorialize. And I feel like they, uh, as usual, that's not what they're doing here. And I cannot get over the fact that they would sit here and talk about having to investigate members of the Biden family, none of whom are in government, while we all watched Jared Kushner get oh, two get billion, billion dollars, dollars girl, from the Saudis. Two ain't billion. No, ain't nobody did shit about it. He was working in the White House, working. He and his wife made more money in the four years they were in that building than ever before, including this two billion from Saudi, from the Saudi Arabian go government. Two billion dollars, but you want to go search out for possible impropriety <laughs> somewhere else. When I tell you, there are some really easy. If I'm the cop, I'm going for the easy crime. Me too. Right? Like this Me is too. a lot easier to find evidence on because y'all aren't good at covering shit up. And that is the other problem. See, this is the problem with Idiot of the Week not being a TV show, because then what people would understand is, I believe we've talked about this before, Francis. Hmm. A lot of the reason that the Trump people get away with this and Trump seems to be getting away with this shit is because it's so stupid. People think, well, nobody would be that stupid. Nobody would commit a crime that baldly and and out in front. So. He, it couldn't be a crime or he couldn't have known it was a crime. Well, it's hold an idiot me, of the week. Let me tell you no something. Better. Hold my beer. Let me tell you what Trump said, what San George Santos said. Hold my beer, Trump. Oh, wait Trump, a minute. You think that you can lie. Ooh, you think ooh. you think you think you gonna run run a game on people. George ooh. Santos said, bitch, stand back and, stand and back. learn some shit. Mm, let me tell you about George. Let, oh, and we, I am so happy to talk about George Santos because this week the New York Republican Party asked him to said that he will not ask, but said he needs to step 
down. <laughs> no, no, he don't need to step down. He ain't going no fucking where. And let me tell you about something about my Georgie. Okay. Georgie. Georgie Santos. Oh, Georgie. Georgie, Georgie lives in a reality all his own. And I love it because to me, to me, it's, you know, when you watch a parent spoil a child, Thank you. what I love, I call, I call it sister time. Mm. Sister time will tell, tell the truth on everybody. Yep. All the time, every time. And Sister Time is telling the truth on the on the GOP. Because when the GOP, and I said it last week, I'll say it again this week. If you allow people to come into your system and, and foul, foul it up, and nobody says anything about it, why shouldn't the next two, three, four, five, 30 people not do it? It's so... What there's so many things about the George Santos lies. First of all, uh, we just the, an article just came out. Um, a staffer, which is amazing to me that he has those. A staffer has uh, was interviewed uh, apparently or spoke to, to reporters and said that um, basically they assume this is the quote. Um, and there's two parts to it. Lying on your resume is one thing, said the one staffer. Uh, but I think George is going to put, be perp walked out of a building because of this financial mess. Can we stop, though, for a second and start with the first part of that? Lying on your resume is one thing. Mm -hmm. This is insidious, OK, because when you what we're starting with the assumption is that lying on your resume, hey, everybody does it. I get it. That's who works for him. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are people who are like, oh, well, we know everybody, right? No, it's not okay. No. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not something we brush off and move past. Then on top of it, then you get to perp walk. Well, that's because, as is typical of dummies, George um, has this habit of of really making his, his improprieties very obvious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you know, my favorite thing is apparently you are in campaign financing. You can spend you if you spend over two hundred dollars on something, mm -hmm. you have to have a receipt. Right. You have to show you have yes. to have proof. Right. Which is actually a lot. more. I would think it'd be any amount of money. But that, I'm like, OK, to under two hundred. OK, so for instance, what, what happened? So apparently in on his uh, uh, campaign financial records, he was reporting a whole bunch of items. I mean, hundreds of items hundreds. at $199.99. Okay. One cent below okay. where you have to have a receipt. Okay. Okay. It sounds like what you're suggesting. I don't know what what where your marketplace is, but at my marketplace, everything costs one. You haven't heard of the one ninety nine ninety nine uh dollar mark? You no, I ain't, I ain't heard of that stuff. Oh, girl, that's where you buy all your campaign needs at the one ninety nine point ninety nine campaign needs store. Oh, okay. And so then that's the 40, legit. That's just the, legit. Yeah. The $40,000 in travel fees. They were asking the other reps. They were like, they were like, he was like, one guy was like, uh, I had like $400 that I reported. He's <laughs> uh, like, no, you. that's not, that's not normal. Uh, Ask, I'm going to be George Santos. I'm, we're going to give you this preview of this hearing. Okay. <laughs> of this testimony. Ask me a question. I'm George Santos. Ask me a question. Georgie, Georgie. Yeah. Okay. 
why do you got all these like one ninety nine ninety nine non receipt reports in your financials? Huh? Uh, <laughs> wait, let me check in my Hermes bag that my campaign <laughs> bought for me. Let me check in my Hermes bag real quick. I, it's in a I, huh? You're gonna hear a lot of that, huh? As we have told you before, whenever somebody starts their answer with a huh. That, that is their mind desperately looking for a lie. Desperately, des it's buffering lie. That's buffering lie. M meanwhile, Santos said he has no plans to resign. He's saying he was elected to serve the people, not the party and the politicians. Let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, I love it. Um, I want him to teach for the Cal Your Helensky Well, I was going to say, I think it might be time to announce the opening of the George Santos wing yes. of the Cal Your Helensky College University. It is an incredible wing. It doesn't exist. And <laughs> if you go there, there will be nothing there. And you will feel the power that is George Santos. That's right. And I just want to say I was happy to donate $500 million. I appreciate it. it. George you know, appreciates it. Because this 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 study that this that, that this first of all I do love the Hermes bag that he bought he has an Hermes bag that he was bragging about. You know what? This is what I love about him is he is ego and lies, but bald and doing it and and, and no shame. No shame. Because shame. You would run, you would hide. No. He wouldn't have come out. I mean, and well, let me and, tell you, Francis, I don't think he can leave the building because if he walks out that <laughs> building, I think the Brazilians are gonna grab him. Because he's and, wanted for crime in Brazil. I and know. they read, they read, they're like, oh, is that where George is? <laughs> this is why. This is, I mean, he clearly doesn't listen to any day of the week. What, George, you're on the run. You You've been are on, on the, the run. run. You can't run for the office. You can't run. There have been calls, you know, like, it's like, dude, dude. And I, to me personally, I need a bounty hunter to get on this. Send his, send his booty to Brazil and let them deal with the problem. Mm -mm, mm -mm. That is not how we do things on the GOP side, Angela. We protect these people. And you know, it's McCarthy, be, everybody being quiet because he needs, this is the problem with setting, selling your soul to devil. He needs every one of them devils. He That's can't right. afford to lose one devil. And what we do know is I know that if he, he knows if he keeps George Santos out of jail and in this party, he's got that vote. Yep. always yeah and that is what it's about yeah because he's not useful to them he's not going to win an election and he's probably not going to make it through I, if he makes it through this year but understand that what they have all learned from trump on down is don't quit that's right that's right don't quit don't don't take no for an answer they're not gonna arrest you you're gonna no. sit up here and swipe and snipe and just don't quit that's right. That is what I'm telling you. It is a beautiful thing to watch, to watch someone challenge the system and say, no, I don't have to tell the truth. You don't require that. It also shows to me when you, we've had to listen to story after story about the Democrats being fractured. I want you in this story, you know, and not being able to, quote, get their shit together. Understand that the Republican, New York Republican Party wants him gone and the National Republican Party doesn't. Tell me why I'm not reading that story. That's right. That's right. That's right. You're absolutely right. We'll be right back after these messages. 
Hi, I'm Moji Alawodeyal from the Feminist Buzzkills Live Pod, the only podcast that helps you navigate the news in this post-pro anti-abortion hellscape. Each week with co-hosts Marie Khan and Liz Winstead, we dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with providers and activists working on the ground. The cherry on top is we have amazing comedy guests who help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills Live drops Fridays wherever you pod. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. Welcome back. Ooh, it's going down in Brazil. And let me tell you, of course it is. That's Of right. course it is. Because you know who planted that shit? Ooh. We planted that flag yes. there. Trump and what's his name? name? Uh, Don Jr.? No, and, the other uh, one. And um, um, Pustule. Yeah, Pustule, big bad skin. What's yes. his name? Yeah, him. <laughs> I can't, I mean, my mind does not want you to deal with the bottom at all. No. Uh, they, but this is, you know, so basically, what I don't understand, for instance, and this again is an idiot of the week situation. It's very clear that, you know, Trump obviously has praised Bolsonaro over and over again. They're buds, friends, whatever. Everybody in the MAGA world thinks that he's amazing because they, they love a dictator. And so it's very clear from watching the unfolding events in Brazil that, you know, they had an election, Bolsonaro lost, so they stormed the Capitol. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't understand, though. And this, to me, for, this is like, remember the boy, the man who went, died in the bus out in the wild playing with the bears. Oh, yeah, and he, yeah, and he yeah. left his journal and everybody, and then people started recreating the journey and also dying because that <laughs> was, that's, you gotta read the whole, you gotta watch the whole movie, boo. <laughs> like that's, he he dies. Yeah. And I'm like, that instruction didn't work. It didn't yeah. put him back in power, but they've mimicked it anyway, because what it did, what it has done is keep the question open. That's and right. People not have confidence in their vote and in the system and also afforded him an escape route, Bolsonaro. He's been in Florida. Right, with his buddies. Talking about- yeah, In a hospital. For in a hospital. Whatever. Right. But he's, he's in Florida and there are calls to extradite him as there should be. And I need to ask you, who else is in Florida? Donald Trump, his buddy. Now, this is where I get extremely upset, especially when they start talking about looking into Biden's extraneous family members for shit to see if they can find anything. Mm-hmm. Trump gets daily, he gets security reports as a former president. Nothing's been done about that. He yeah. gets classified reports. There is an a ousted leader, dictator in the same state who mm -hmm. we know he has contact with. Yep. To me, this alone is a huge, and of course they could do this over the phone. He doesn't need to be in Florida for it, but we all know that Trump don't like to send emails or texts. Yep. Because at least somebody told him that was a bad idea. And and also understand that they're, they're the document situation, we still don't know everything about that with him. Yeah. So that to me is something that we need to be talking about. That, that this is a man, Donald Trump, who's been impeached twice, disgraced, quite clearly a threat, probably should be charged with conspiracy for sedition. Well, you know, that needs to happen. But in the meantime, still has access. Yeah. To yep. current security information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and ask yourself, is is that is that sane? Does that make any damn sense? Is that sane? Oh, but you know what is sane? Democratic rep Katie Porter announces run for California Senate seat. Yes, Yay! she does. Here's the uh, thing, though. Feinstein hasn't said that she's resigning yet. We haven't seen Senator Feinstein. Yeah, well, and this is the thing. 
uh, love her service, etc. I'm wondering about, you know, because the way that party politics work, I'm just wondering what's going on here. Yeah. You know, because so far, Elizabeth Warren has endorsed her, um, Katie Porter. Mm -hmm. Uh, But her announcing this early and before you know what's happening, feels like, and I, let me tell you, Katie gets my vote. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have to, I just, I'm wondering what's going on internally in the California Democratic Party, because it seems like the sort of the customary way this would happen is Feinstein would announce that she intends to retire mm-hmm. and then people would, there'd be, but it sounds like Katie Porter is getting out ahead of that process. Yes, she is. And that's because what we were, I heard Which I'm was, fine with, I'm not critiquing it. I'm just want, curious about what's going on. Because I heard that it's going to be a, you know, a lot of people running for that, that spot. But it'll matter who gets the, it'll matter who gets the party to back them. Yeah. You know, um, and and that's that becomes another issue. Katie Porter is an amazing person and an yeah. amazing representative. And I would oh, I would give her a golden whiteboard if I could. I mean, we could we would and we shall we shall. Uh, and this last little weird little story, I just had to uh, marketing agency enlists A.I. interns. You know, one of the things it's like the dream of humans as they're young, you know, for a lot of people is I want to be an intern and, you know, in a spot in a place. A lot of the, the the internship is the dream, but it's the way to the dream. To the right. dream, right? <laughs> right, into the company, right? right? I want to intern at my favorite company. Well, let me tell you something. That shit, that dream is over, okay? Because <laughs> there's a company now that uh, has created, uh, and and here's the thing, the interns, the AI interns created their own images and names, okay? Ico and Aiden created their identities and names. I want to see their images. I'm really curious to see. What mm-hmm. and what an a what an artificial intelligence that has access to the internet, what it comes up with? Are they? This is what I'm telling you. That's them. And I don't believe that that I believe that they carefully crafted these images. You think so? And AI chose to be a minority. Totally. <laughs> well, you know what? You know why? You know what? why? I can tell you why. Hmm. Because a billion faces have been yes. put into AI from you know all well, you know varying countries. It, that's the thing about being American. Yes, that we have to remember is we are there only we don't have as many people as yes, china or, that's right. or there's you only know, 330 mm-hmm. million India. of us yes it's really it's really fascinating but i think you're all you're right the the idea that you don't even you can't even get in on an internship now no no that's that's free by the way you can't even get free work now computers taking free work <laughs> the, the intern, the details, the interns are technically digital software models that created their own images and named themselves. The pair will work on graphic designs, do research, and generate editorial content. I frankly, I have to tell you, I'm interested to see it because I've 
a lot of, uh, I read this, I listened to this podcast about lie detecting, lie detectors and how false they are. The guy who used to be the head of, who used to be the premier person studying them, did he come out against them and has been advocating against them for years because they don't work. But he said the best way, they found the best way to figure out if somebody's lying on the stand is to actually have a computer analyze what they say because the computer can pick up a lie better than any human being or any other test because you can teach yourself how to pass a lie detector test very easily. Um, so to me, it's like computers have the advantage of AI has the advantage. Unfortunately, they are programmed by people. So whatever bias we can put in, will it's going to come out. That's there. right. We'll translate. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. Thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. This first message is from our Patreon. Thank you so much, Kate. Yes, we love you. She says, okay, you know what? She said, saw Joy Reid interviewing the Republican Black congressman who was offered for speaker. Uh, he was ridiculous. I kept hoping Joy would end the interview with, I like my biscuits fluffy. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Kate. And this is from Kim G. She says, hi, you say get tickets for the Portland show. It would be better to include the state as well. Love, Kim. Kansas. You're well, right, Kim, Kim. There are other Portlands. There are other Portlands. But not okay? with us, Adam. February 25th. Only <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> and now it's time for resistance. We want to encourage you, if you haven't heard of this organization, notagun.org. Mm-hmm. Um, Not A Gun was created to address the systemic issue of police brutality against people of color. A uh, problem often caused by unconscious stereotypes that lead to officers to make dangerous snap judgments. In order to reimagine public safety, we must create a conversation that involves all of us, the community and the police. They have uh, lots of things that you can do. There's petitions, tweeting about it, getting information, um, trainings, trainings that you can get for yourself or for your organization. So please go check out notagun.org. I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. Thank you.